Good morning. This is BFC Live for Thursday, August 6th, the summer edition. Coming up, our conversation with Merck Guler of Pervez Redmond Limited, talking DNO insurance in the cannabis sector. On Friday, tomorrow, join us for a lunch and learn with our friends at Candelta, titled So You Want to Open a Cannabis Retail Store. Again, on the 27th, we'll have another Cannabis Forward event co-produced with our friends at Diversity Talk, titled Social Equity and Practice. You can sign up for both of those events on our website, businessofcannabis.ca. As always, thanks to our ongoing partners, BDSA, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, and Torque and Mains. As always, we are protected by our friends at Alcet. Now, enjoy this conversation with Mert Guler of Pervez Redmond Limited, talking DNO insurance in cannabis. Mert Guler, thanks for being here again. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, I am excited to talk to you about this because I would say maybe now it's probably a year ago. Um, we started talking to lots of cannabis companies. They were uh, increasingly concerned with the cost of insurance. Um, that was sort of the first thing, the first nibble. Then you and I met and we had some more serious conversations. Um, then some of the companies, um, started putting it into their financials that this was a major burden, which really elevated things considerably, especially for the publicly traded companies. So we enjoy the time we spend with you because it's enlightening. Today, I want to talk about D and O insurance because I'm going to pretend like I'm an insurance neophyte, and then we're going to go from there to talk about what that means. First, Insurance 101, what is D and O insurance? Yeah. That's directors and officers insurance. So it's the type of insurance that, you know, most boards buy publicly traded, you know, most boards buy that type of protection for themselves. And, and also a lot are most uh, private companies as well on both sides of the border, Canada, US. And basically it's designed to protect the um, couple things, the individual directors and officers personally, because they can be personally held liable for, for certain costs and, and, personal um, statutory liabilities and other liabilities in Canada and different liabilities in the States. Um, it also protects the company and the balance sheet from a securities class action or a shareholder lawsuit against the corporation, the corporate entity. Well, um, now that you mentioned all those things, it makes good sense. Um, why this is a, uh, why the cost may be going up considerably over the past year, because there are many companies that are facing some of those things and it's a new industry. And what we talked about before uh, uh, the last time we connected and, and over time is that this is a challenging time for corporate Canada, for corporate America, insurance, big picture, layer on top of that cannabis, layer on top of that sort of new industry. And, and is it more expensive than other sort of sectors? Well, Jay, it's, you know, we, most of our business practice at Purvis Redmond and the team that I'm in is, is focused on cannabis. So we spend a lot of time, you know, focusing on the, this market and getting insights and really understanding it and talking about it with clients. So you're absolutely right. You know, you, you, you hit it, you hit the nail right on the head and, and layer on top of that COVID, which um, doesn't necessarily impact, uh, well impacts in the sense that stock market volatility and the economy. Uh, is so up in the air that insurance companies are really, really retrenching and really hunkering down. They're hunkering down right now. So 
they're not really interested in new business and they're much less interested in speculative industries. So we're having tremendous difficulties. We got psychedelic clients, you know, we have tremendous difficulty finding homes in cannabis and other tough industries outside of cannabis. Um, and, and to set the, set the framework, even before COVID or before all this started happening in the last kind of couple of years, um, it's been, it's been a real tough time for directors and officers, insurance insurers, they've been paying losses, nothing to do with cannabis, but both the frequency of lawsuits and the average kind of damages or average settlement of a lawsuit, both those quantums have doubled since 2014. So when both of those things have doubled, uh, you know, it's already a bad time. The insurance companies are worried. And then you layer on all the things that you just talked about, including a real tough spate of cannabis securities class actions, particularly in 2019. Um, you know, underwriters are worried. I just, I, I was just speaking to a, a friend of mine who's a, who's a, a very seasoned directors and officers, you know, executive at a major global insurance company in Toronto. He was one of the leaders behind developing their cannabis directors and officers portfolio. They got hit, they got in, they got hit with several claims hard. They're out and they're, you know, but, but because of COVID and the, the market, they're, they're so worried. Their executives have basically said, no new business. Don't write anything. Yeah. Which just drives up the cost even more. And, and, and it's, of course, about the cost of the actual insurance. But also, um, as we talked about before, when you start up a business, even start up to ramp up all those things, insurance is not one of the things you spend a ton of time on. So when you go come to people like you, you want it done quickly. You want it done easily. You don't want it to be a massive I hit to the bottom line, but of course, it's never easy. It's never timeless, uh, right? It, it takes time, and and it actually, obviously, we're talking about it is expensive. So, so what are companies to do that are either entering the landscape, that their policies are up, that they're looking for what their future holds? Like, what are you recommending? That's a really good do? question. What do yeah. I do? Yeah, what do I mean? <laughs> it's bad. I get it. It's bad out there, and probably most of your listeners probably know that, or yeah. you know, or they're hearing it from their friends. Um, so the most basic kind of low-hanging fruit recommendation, simple recommendation is start early. Um, we've had many, many conversations since COVID. Um, you're talking to people on the phone and they've, they've come to us with problems like they're not getting renewed. A lot of people can't even get a renewal. And we've heard some, you know, substantial public companies that are paying, you know, two to $300,000 on an annualized basis for a, you know, for a short-term extension. So they might be paying that prorated for a three-month or four-month extension for a $1 million policy limit for an extension. I mean, yeah, so it's just the numbers just are, are phenomenal. Another, another benchmark we're seeing is the limits are going down, and, but the rate, the premium is going up 20%. That might not be a lot, but it could be going up double. It could be more than double, but, and the limits are down here now. So it's, it's horrible. But when, when someone comes to us for help, we're there to help and we care about the industry. And these are, we are a long-term player in this business. We want to be around. We want to develop those relationships with people. But when somebody comes to us for help and it's a couple of weeks away or even, even a month away, it's, it's, it's too late, unfortunately. So the time for your listeners to start thinking about insurance and directors and officers is probably at least three to four months at the minimum. And if, if you're having financial challenges and everybody's having cash flow and liquidity challenges right now, start a little bit even sooner than that. 
I, I, I want to ask you because we often have this conversation almost no matter what we're talking about. Uh, last week we were talking to an insights partner around consumer insights and there are differences between obviously US markets and the Canadian market. We talk about uh, regulations difference. Like is there a difference the way underwriters and the way you think about uh, or, or the cost really of DNO insurance in the States, DNO insurance in Canada. It's a very thin border, but, but what, is, what does it look like for both sides of the border? You know, that's, that's a very, very good question. Uh, in a quick nutshell, premiums for directors and officers, the, the U.S. premiums, I mean, like everything else in the, in the U.S. is more expensive and Canada was maybe down here, but now it's kind of Canada's coming up much faster and the U.S. is going up a bit, but the, 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 the Canadian rates are coming up much faster. So they're not that much lower what, right now is what we're seeing. Although deductibles are higher in the States, much higher in the States than they are in Canada. But one of the big problems, and this highlights the economics, the supply demand, simply supply demand. There's only a, you know, a, a very small handful, like maybe two or three insurers in Canada that are writing primary, what's called primary directors and officers, as in the first policy, then you, you can build on top of that. But that first, you need a first policy, you need a foundation. So there's only a couple of markets in Canada that are doing it. Um, whereas in the States, there is a more robust, it's 10 times our, our size, there are more insurers in the States doing this. So that means that there's a bit more competition and a more robust playing field it, in, in the States, it's far more limited in Canada, which really drives a lot of problems, headaches, less competition, less options, you, you gotta, it's a little bit take it or leave it in the Canadian market. So do you have any good news on this front? I mean, aside from that, you are a friendly place. You need time to do it, of course, those two things. I did my hair. I got my hair done this morning. You know, I'm a friendly face. No, I, I, I mean, I, I do kind of mean that, but like, is the advice, A, give it time because it is going to take time to find. B, understand that it's going to be expensive. Uh, whether you're in the States or in Canada, it's going to be expensive. Um, D, you know, uh, be patient because... This is, um, this is not easy for insurance companies. It's, 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 it's a new industry. Rates are expensive anyway. There's been some, let's call them not even bad actors, but lawsuits against actors. Yeah. And, um, and there have been some bad actors, unfortunately. And then there's just been a bunch of other lawsuits as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so it is, it's not that the news is all gloom and doom. It is expensive. It takes time and all this. But there are people that can help you navigate this world. Hence, hence we talked yeah. to you, but, but it's not, there is no silver lining. I mean, last time we talked, we talked about a, a really compelling insurance product for MSOs in the States. There's no sort of silver bullet here. There, there's less, absolutely. You're right. There's less of a silver bullet in, in cannabis how, for directors and officers. However, um, the best news I think is um, for, for any, anyone listening is that you got to demonstrate we, not only each individual company, but as an industry, we have to demonstrate to the uh, to the big, you know, insurance companies out there, the billion, multi-billion dollar conglomerates that this is a sophisticated business that cares about risk management, that cares about mitigating their risks, that that um, has has expert professional boards and really cares about corporate governance. So the more that whoever's listening for their own particular situation, private company, public company, whatever it is, to really push and demonstrate that. Have a conversation with your insurance brokers. Make sure that they understand so they can really explain that and, and communicate that for you. And as we as an industry continue to move in that direction, which is clearly the direction we're moving, fast, slow, I'm not sure, but we're all moving in that direction. Um, that will help the industry. And, as, and the way that new, we've actually convinced new insurance companies to, to get into directors and officers. It was through a process of education. It, and it was 
a year and a half ago. Right. Uh, it wasn't this year, but it was through a process of education. And then they said, wow, you know, these, these clients, these cannabis clients, these, these entrepreneurs, they're smart. They've got a great strategy. They've got a great business plan. I get it. I get the, the market. Uh, don't maybe understand the product. Maybe, maybe don't know the product, but I get it. And we want to, we want to play. Um, so, but they're going to always do that. New insurers are always going to do that first with the best in class. They're always going to start insuring or, you know, trying something new out in the, with the best in class risks, the best managed, most risk managed, best corporate governance companies out there. So that's what we all have to demonstrate for the industry. And as a broker, as an experienced DNO broker, our firm has to help you communicate that message in the best possible way to the insurance market. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's funny that, that there are these, these seemingly unrelated conversations, but we have these conversations around operations of major companies now reaching what it's, what it, you know, like a, like a steady state, similar with product development, right? They're now operating in a steady state that makes good sense, right? Similar with private retailers that are operating, they, they know the process, but, but I think that the overall perspective is the industry is maturing, uh, some parts of it faster than others, but it's also a by you know it, it's a it's a complex industry getting more complex, not easier. Where you know there are some manufacturers that only manufacture; they take in raw materials, they export you know gummies, right? Like that yeah. is the business that's very specific, as opposed to having um, you know a retail footprint or a cultivation footprint. Like as it gets more specific, I, I assume that the coverages and the companies covering them will be. Will we'll be will become more sophisticated as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's a learning process for everybody. Yeah. And and what I love about this business, you and I have chatted about this before, is we are writing the script on the way to the movie shoot. So I, I love that, and that's what makes this this business so exciting and fun to be a part of. It's difficult, risk insurance, banking, so many aspects of cannabis are difficult, but that's what excites me, and 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 that's what I'm passionate about. Um, and it's about us also educating the insurance companies. Uh, and getting them on board and getting them excited. And believe it or not, there are insurers out there that are interested. I just had a conversation yesterday with one who's very, very keen and excited. And they've got a, a large chunk of capital that they want to put into the, to, to, to invest in, in insurance limits for directors and officers. Um, but there's still some, some irons that there are some kinks to be worked out. Yeah. Well, well, Mert, it's always good to connect because I think um, the more we talk about the nitty gritty of running cannabis businesses and insurance is a key component of it. It just helps, I think, get the industry further faster. And that's what we're, we, we hope to be playing a small role in that. You're definitely playing a role in that. And we like bringing our audience to you, you to our audience, because I think it, it helps move things along faster. And if you, have a, if you have an insurance challenge, call Mert, because he knows what he's talking about. And he's been helpful on all fronts for us, even, um, even to sort of bouncing ideas off of in terms of our own insurance or business of cannabis. So, so Mert, thanks for making time. We really appreciate your expertise and always uh, being able to share. Thanks a lot, Jay. Great, thanks, Mert. <laughs>